Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends, the dancing Jace and Dedeker, teach me a born and raised atheist all about the Bible. Wow. So, uh, yeah, those are those are quite the fun dance moves that you two are doing. Yeah, I try today. to come Thank up you. with Loving something it. new for you each week. You know, a slight variation. <laughs> I mean, it's good. It's amusing to me. So I appreciate it very much. Yeah, yes. you know, before the pandemic, I used to go to these five rhythms classes, which are essentially like yes. dance classes. And so I haven't gotten to go to one in over a year. And this is basically my only opportunity each week to do some kind of free form ecstatic the dance, dance moves. There you go. <laughs> love it. I love it. To the same song over and over again. But exactly. Yeah, you know. yeah it's definitely a, a an exercise in creativity, I would say. Yeah. No, I'm loving it very much. Well, here we are. It is Thursday again. We're reading the Bible. And it's going to be Emily's birthday on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to like say it, but thanks. No, it's funny. We're we're in a sort of an interesting time paradox. Not paradox, but like a time situation where... At the time of recording this bonus episode, it's not Emily's My birthday, birthday has not yet. Happened. But by the time this episode comes out, it will have already happened. So we're right, right over that gap there. It's very true. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to be, you know, packing because I will be moving very, very soon. So that's going to be the majority of my birthday. But I'm looking yeah, forward to it. I guess you're one of the lucky, unlucky ones who gets like a double. I get a double, double birthday. whammy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping that both of you will not have to do the double birthday, but like really my birthday fell almost exactly on like the, the week, the, yeah, yeah, the, week. the first days of the pandemic. So that's what I get. That's fine, though. It's all right. I, I'm cool with that. I get to be with all of you today. So how Aww. lovely is that? Yeah. Bah, bah, bah. yeah. So I was looking up because our bonus episode really just consisted of Fig Newton eating, <laughs> which, you know, was amazing, but didn't recap the Bible in any particular way. So I feel like we really changed, we really turned a corner last week on this Isaiah situation because Isaiah has been often like a different cosmic space than the rest of us for this entire book. Uh It's true. And now he's like landed back on Earth a little bit more and we're recapping. Yeah, because then we suddenly got all this plot and recap from back in Second Kings. Yeah, yeah. So that's been interesting. Also, you remember we talked last time that... This week is when we finish what's supposedly proto-Isaiah mm-hmm. and we move on to Deutero-Isaiah. Yeah. I, so I, I like think Like in the that, middle of our reading today, like chapter 39? I think is 39 right? is so. the last yeah. one of proto-Isaiah. Wow. And then 40 will be the beginning. Let's see if we can tell a difference or if this <laughs> is all just nonsense. <laughs> yeah, because I really thought that last week was a huge shift and it yeah. seems like that should have been the difference. Because that la- the first chapter that we read felt like a closure. It felt mm-hmm. like, mm, you know, yeah. a button 
on the end of that weirdness that was Isaiah. <laughs> and now we're moving on to just recap, which, you know, we're used to. We've been there, done that. We've done all the recaps. We love recaps. We are quite, yeah. quite practiced with recaps, for yeah. sure. We should call yeah. this drunk recap study. It's true. It's pretty accurate for what we do a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm, certain days are more drunk recap study than others, but yeah. Yeah. <sighs> That's kind of how we're going to go here. So interesting. Um. All right. What are you two drinking on my my almost um, birthday? I'm I'm just having a Guinness just because you know it was St. Patty's Day. Lovely. Quite recently. So knocking knocking back one of them. Love it. Beautiful. I haven't had a Guinness in a minute, but they're really good. And they're vegan now. Oh, they're Love vegan it. now. Wow. Amazing. Yes. Good for them. We have them at Sun Cafe. Oh, oh nice. Wow, great. I was I wondering know. about that if they finally changed that recipe to be vegan. Yep, they did. So that's cool. They did. Nice. What are you drinking? I'm having a drink that I made with this. So I decided to spring for some bougie soda. Uh, this is cucumber flavored soda where like there's huh. no artificial or no like any sweetener besides the fruit juice that's in it. So no like fake sweeteners or real sweeteners besides just fruit juice. Um, nice. So yeah, it's, so it's a very like mild kind of soda. Mm-hmm. But when Dedeker first tasted it, she's like, you know, I bet that would be good with alcohol in it. So here we are today. That's what I'm doing. What kind of alcohol did you put in it? Uh, I put in some of that, um, what's it called, Dedeker? That that Japanese stuff that you got. Oh, the awamori. Yeah, the awamori, huh. which is like a fairly non-flavory kind of alcohol, like a clear, mm-hmm. not a lot of flavor. So I figured that would help the cucumber. Though now that I'm tasting it, I think it would have been better with whiskey, mm. which was my first instinct and I should have gone with it. But here we are. Whiskey and cucumber? I don't know about that, but I guess I'll take your word for oh, it. Oh, no, I think it'd be delightful. You know, yeah, it's like a Woodlouse's day at the spa. I think that's how it would taste in my brain. Wow. Yeah, okay. Wow. Certain <laughs> whiskeys taste like wood to me, that's all. Interesting. Yeah, I had a single malt whiskey. Is it a single malt? Yeah, whiskey, not a scotch, yesterday. Uh-huh. It's much more drinkable than a scotch, which just hits you in the mm. face with peat. Not my favorite. It's really hard to drink. <laughs> personally. Personally. But yes. But what? You're just like powering. Oh, oh, okay. No, you don't have a whiskey with Not, you right now. No, I had it for St. Patrick's Day a okay. little bit. So what are you what are you drinking now? What delightful, yes. fabulous thing do you have? I and for my birthday, I decided it was a pink drink time. Mm. So this is a strawberry martini. Um, so I muddled fresh strawberries and then you put lemon juice, um, aquafaba to give it kind of that cloudiness. And then there's like that little rim on top. Uh, and then, yeah, lemon juice, aquafaba and agave and the muddled strawberries and then vodka. Lovely. And wow. it's delightful. It really, really is. Nice. I highly recommend. Yes. And I love pink. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Alrighty. What are we doing today? Yeah. Today, we're continuing on with Isaiah finishing Proto-Isaiah, I guess, and starting Deutero-Isaiah with chapters 38 through 40 today. If you would like to read along with us, you can go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash read and type in Isaiah 38-40. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, it's Isaiah 38. In those days was Hezekiah sick to death. 
It's just the World English Bible, like, says things strangely, you know? We've been here before, though. Oh, okay. This is another recap. Of course it is. This is... Drink for the recap. Yeah, this is going to be the fig cakes again. Oh, really? I'm telling you. Damn, Dedeker, you have a good memory. Yes, because Hezekiah was sick. I remember they used that same exact line, sick to death. (laughs) And he was... He was... Was Hezekiah sick to death? All right. Yes. Isaiah the prophet. I'm speaking about myself in third person. What's happening? I don't know. Again, is Isaiah writing this? They did that last time, too. I think all of it's been in third person, technically. Like, a lot of it's been quotes, but I'm pretty sure that all of them were like, this is the prophecy of Isaiah, the son of Amos, whatever, colon, and then his stuff. So I think it's all been in third person. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Um, (laughs) Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came to him and said to him, thus says Yahweh, Set your house in order, for you shall die, not live. Hezekiah probably hated that. It was (laughs) not his favorite piece of news. Yeah. Yes. Then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to Yahweh and said, Remember now, Yahweh, I beg you, how I have walked before you in truth and with a perfect heart and have done that which is good in your sight. Hezekiah wept sore. Mm. Jeez. Yeah. Isaiah doesn't have the best bedside manner. You know what I he mean? He really doesn't. Yeah. He's just like, you're going to die. Too bad. Sucks for you. Also, is this like a direct copy and paste? It did does they, seem like, get like out it. Their... No, it really I'm just... sounds like it. Yeah. Did they get out their word processor and they were just like, select all, and then they copied it over to yeah, Isaiah? Yeah, the teacher ran it through that filter that tries to identify plagiarism and like highlighted all the passages that are clearly like direct pulls from the internet. What if they're plagiarizing themselves, though? Hmm. Well, I guess the Bible isn't completely written by one person, though. Hmm. So. Yeah, I suppose. Hmm. It was like, whoever got assigned these chapters was like, you know, this is similar enough to what Bob over there did during Second Kings. Let me just grab his paper and write this down. There you go. Yeah. Then came the word of Yahweh to Isaiah saying, go and tell Hezekiah, thus says Yahweh, the God of David, your father, I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Behold, I will add to your days 15 years. Oh, so he's not going to die. He's going to live 15 years longer, I guess. Yep. Neat. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I don't remember. I was on that nutty trip of Isaiah and <laughs> forgot everything. Remember, this was that time when we were like, <laughs> thought it was so strange that Hezekiah gets sick and Isaiah's like, yeah, dude, talk to Yahweh. Your soup's dead. Not going to live. Yeah, so dead. And he's like, but no. And then Isaiah comes back. He's like, hey, update. JK, uh, you actually got 15 <laughs> more years. Have fun with that. Sorry about that before. Uh, Bye. Yeah. I wanted to confirm this copy and paste job. And yes, that this is a repeat of chapters 18 through 20 or something from chapters 18 through 20 in Second Kings. Mm-hmm. And like a, a repeat, like a real repeat. It's not a fake repeat. It's a real repeat. Like a word like, for is word Is it a copy repeat? and paste? Yes. That I don't know. All I know is that like this was the second search result that I clicked on and it's on the official Vatican's website. It's a transliteration of JP2, one of JP2's speeches. And did you okay. know that the Vatican has its own, what is that, a domain? It's Vatican.va. I'm did not you know surprised. that? Mm, yeah, because it's its yeah. own state, right? I know, it's its but, own like con- did you, city country, city but thing. But did you internalize that? <laughs> I'm <laughs> not surprised. Dedeker, you got to go sometime. I went, my mom went, mom went with me. I stayed with the next door neighbor of the Vatican. That was the closest that I got. What does that mean? That you I couch surfed with, with a guy who literally lived right next door to the Vatican. So, got it. 
Got so it. you oh i didn't know you were in italy for cool. literally 24 hours i had a tw- <laughs> exactly awesome. a 24 hour layover and had like my wild roman holiday over the course of 24 hours so I-, I just checked out this vatican www.vatican.va and i have some notes for their webmaster oh, i'm sure their webmaster is it's not listening. the most yeah. impressive <laughs> they listen to this show every single week <laughs> yeah well here's the thing you can give your own separate notes to the designer because they also they also not great not great really not, not great, great. looks okay. straight really out of straight out yep nineteen straight out of the late nineties ninety eight maybe some yeah. cardinal did it probably <laughs> probably <laughs> I mean maybe I don't know but yeah. my complaints for the webmaster is first of all you cannot just type in vatican.va you have to put the uh-huh. www before it or it will not go there which is like Why? classic rookie mistake in how you set up your hosting you just is that a thing i yes. didn't even know that was a thing yeah uh-huh. technically the www is like a subdomain of your main domain anyway that's note number one note number two there is no https encryption on this so this is a totally Uh-oh. unsecured site Hackable. could be hacked at any moment actually let me get right on that. Oh, no. oh my gosh, no, here he goes. Kidding. All I can say is, like, almost every single time we all hang out, the three of us, Jace is like, oh, is that a is that a thing that I, like, is that domain name available? Let's look. And then he's like, somebody parked this. It's $900. I guess I'm not going to buy it. Yeah, this happened, like, two days ago. Yeah, what what was the domain that I just looked up the other day? It was something it about... Was cult, it was cultup.com. Oh, yeah, cult yeah. Up. Jace, of course, wants to be a cult boy. How he got to that. I don't remember. Oh, we got to get back to the Bible. Okay, yes. Okay, sorry. Yes, Bible, sorry. Bible. Yeah, I'm Bible, Bible. Okay. I will deliver you in this city out of the hand of the king of Assyria, and I will defend this city. Who is this? Who? Uh, Yahweh? Y- Yahweh. Yes, Yahweh. Yeah, Yahweh. You know, Yahweh. This shall be the sign to you from Yahweh that Yahweh will do this thing that he has spoken. Behold, I will cause the shadow on the steps... Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Which has gone down on the dial of Ahaz with the sun to return backward 10 steps. Woo. So the sun returned 10 steps on the dial whereon it was gone down. The writing of Hezekiah, king of Judah, when he had been sick and was recovered of a sickness. Okay, yeah, sorry. That, so that was like end of one thought and we're moving on to a new thought here. Oh, okay, okay. I just wanted to share with you that in the that message... really weird. In the message... Yeah. This chapter or this first section is titled time spent in death's waiting room whoa such <laughs> like, poetry yeah really short amount of time in death's waiting room <laughs> yeah before isaiah turned around and was like jk jk don't worry unless you, you consider could. this next 15 years to be like well you're kind of in the waiting mm. room that whole time you know aren't we all in death's waiting room really yes mm. at the end of the day yeah you're i right. suppose so unless like we get uploaded into the cloud mm. right anytime mm. yeah so then, so then, this next section here that you're about mm-hmm. to read, Emily, is all indented. Like this is all the the like what Hezekiah wrote after he'd been sick and then got better. Okay. So all right. Okay. So just so just that's to put that in context, says, this is now Hezekiah saying this next part. Okay. So that's why it says the writing of Hezekiah, king of Judah, when he had been sick and was recovered of his sickness. Yeah. Here it is. I said in the noon tide of my days. I shall go into the gates of Sheol. I am deprived of the residue of my years. I said I shall not see Yah. Yah! Yah! Yah. Yah's back. In the land of the living, I shall see man no more with the inhabitants of the world. 
My dwelling is removed and is carried away from me as a shepherd's tent. I have rolled up like a weaver my life. He will cut me off from the loom. From day even to night will you make an end of me. (laughs) He's just like throwing out all the metaphors. I quieted myself until morning as a lion. So he breaks all my bones. From day even to night will you make an end of me. I don't know what he means by a lion. Like a lion's going to break his bones. He's going to crunch him. I think this is a metaphor for Yah. For Yah. Yah being a lion who's going to crunch his bones? I think so, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So that's what I got from it, at least. Okay. Like a swallow or a crane, so did I chatter. I did moan as a dove. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that cranes or swallows moaned. In the message, message he says, I squawk like a doomed hen. (laughs) 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 Moan like a dove. Okay. Yeah, this is... My, I did moan as a dove. My eyes fail with looking upward. Lord, I am oppressed. Be my collateral. What? I don't think he's going to do that. Okay. I don't think he's going to do that. <laughs> what shall I say? He has both spoken to me and himself has done it. I shall go softly all my years because of the bitterness of my soul. Lord, by these things men live. Holy therein is the life of my spirit. You restore me and cause me to live. Behold, it was for my peace that I had great bitterness. But you have in love to my soul delivered it from the pit of corruption. For you have cast all my sins behind your back. Like thrown them? Like Like tossing salt. salt. Yeah. 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 Got it. Yes. Okay. For Sheol can't praise you. Death can't celebrate you. Those who go down in the pit can't hope for your truth. Like, who's Sheol? Sheol's the underworld. Okay. Where you go when you die. Yeah, like Hades? Sure. It's something like that. Similar. Some variation. Got it. Okay. So just reading the message here, it seems like what he's getting at is he's kind of trying to explain maybe why Yahweh decided to not kill him. Because he says here, the dead don't thank you and choirs don't sing praises from the morgue. Those buried six feet under don't witness to your faithful ways. Kind of being like, because I'm faithful to you, you wouldn't want me to die because then I couldn't sing and like praise you. Okay. Seems like kind of a sassy move to pull with God this, after he spared you. Yeah. He's kind of mm, little little cocky here. I mean, he is the king, so I guess that's not surprising. It's just how he goes. That's how yeah. what he thinks. The living, the living, he shall praise you. As I do this day, the father to the children shall make known your truth. Yahweh is ready to save me. Therefore, we will sing my songs with stringed instruments all the days of our lives. Sorry, that's like a reference to days of our lives. (laughs) In the house of Yahweh. Now, Isaiah had said, let them take a cake of figs and lay it for a plaster on the boil. Yes, exactly. And he shall recover. Now we know so much more about the healing power of fig newtons. Yeah, and that apparently Jace can eat six of them in a minute. It's pretty impressive. Only two, but let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Two full-size ones, four of the mini ones. Okay, I don't know how I got the number six, but (laughs) I I just say... That's because that's the saltine challenge. Saltine challenge is six Okay, no, I'm just going to make that number bigger, like more people I tell. I'm like, Jace ate eight fig newtons. It was incredible. Wow. It was, he almost died, but it was awesome. He ate a whole box of fig newtons in 60 seconds. It was yeah. amazing. It was really cool. 
Um, also, this is random. Like this, we have not heard of this boil except for in Kings. But they're just like you're right. There's we a boil. Oh, it was a boil. the boil. Yeah, that is a good point. Put some figs on it. <laughs> you know, and we're good. Obviously, yeah. everyone knows Hezekiah has a boil threatening his life. Yeah, no, I think that just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, Hezekiah also had said, "What is the sign that I shall go up to the house of Yahweh?" The end. Right. Okay. Yeah. He's telling this. Okay. Whoever's telling the story is telling it out of order because remember that initially Hezekiah was like, "Oh, what's my sign going to be?" And Isaiah was like. Pisces. Well, we're going to move the shadow on the stairs backwards or forwards. It's your choice. And unless I'm confusing this with another story, I hope I'm no, not. Yeah, that, that, this is the one. Because yeah. that's when. Cause... And so now this person is like, oh, by the way, there's a boil. Oh, also, Hezekiah had asked this thing. It's like all the afterthoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all Such been Such a there, bad though. storyteller. Oh, 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 by the way, by the way, I forgot a, a very important I know, it's detail. Like getting a really important setup for <laughs> <Yeah>. the joke. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Yeah, I, I, that's why this guy definitely plagiarized it because mm. he was like, oh, I missed some details. Got to put them in the end. No one will ever know. I have right. to hand this paper in. Maybe initially these were footnotes. Maybe. Maybe it was just footnotes, and then over the years it got transliterated mm-hmm. and became part of the actual chapter. I see. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, he had a boil or something. Oh, also, he asked for a sign. Uh, I guess I That's probably should have said the, that the first. shadow thing. Yeah. yeah. A boil was present. I don't know. Whatever. It was cool, though. Real takeaway, though, Fig Newtons. You got to have them. That's... Clearly, that is our takeaway. <laughs> Clearly. It's the only thing that's stuck in our brains. Yeah. Yes. All right. We have a couple chapters left. Should we do one more before we take yeah, our intermission? Yeah, do one more because this is a short one. Okay, here we go. This is Isaiah 39. And this is it? The, supposedly the end of Proto-Isaiah. This is the end of Proto-Isaiah, not the beginning of Deutero-Isaiah? Do we know? Do you need to look it up? Uh, Sections of Isaiah. It feels like Isaiah. the end. <laughs> Looking at the first line, it feels like the end. First Isaiah is through 39. Got it. Okay. Deutero starts on 40. Okay. So this is perfect. Okay. After intermission, Great. we'll be... We're doing we a whole to, new thing. Exactly. A new Isaiah. Great. It's probably not going to be that new. <laughs> probably it's not. not going to be that yeah. different, yeah. But whatever maybe we'll get new content and not just do like every single recap ever <laughs> doubt it Bold. doubt it but let's Bold, a revolution really yeah. I am. i'm trying <laughs> okay isaiah 39 at that time merodach baladan the son of baladan <laughs> sounds like a dwarf in, in lord of the rings or something <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> He took uh huh. So this guy Merodach Baladan, the son of Baladan, king of Babylon, sent letters and a present to Hezekiah, for he heard that he'd been sick and was recovered. Oh right, I remember this gift basket. This happened in Second Kings too. This Uh, happened too. Definitely some fig newtons in that gift basket. Right. Okay. They helped the boils. Hezekiah was glad of them. And shown them the house of his precious things. Yes. Oh, yeah. I wait, remember did this. he like show up? Was he like, look at this gift I he got? He did the tour. Or, oh, wait, I think who they, did he tour? Baladon, Maradoch Baladon showed up, <laughs> I think, with some pals to give him this gift in person. Okay. Because they didn't have FedEx or whatever back then. Yeah. So. And Hezekiah was like, oh my God, I haven't given you the tour. Let yeah. me give you the tour. Oh, at, in my play, I just had it renovated. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's really awesome. Yeah. This Come is here. my safe where I keep all my valuables. The combinations one, two, three, four, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> so he showed them the house of his precious things, the silver precious. and the gold and the spices and the precious oil and his precious and all the house of his armor. 
and all that was found in his treasures. There was nothing in his house, nor in all his dominion, that Hezekiah didn't show them. Wow, every single last thing. He's like, actually, I'm in the middle of Marie Kondoing. This is perfect, so I can I can show you literally (laughs) everything because I gotta take everything I own in my hands and let me, you know, ask myself if it sparks joy. It's true. I love that. Maybe they were consultants. I need to do that before I move. It's a good idea. It's a good time for it. Then came Isaiah the prophet to King Hezekiah and said to him, He's like, not you again. (laughs) What said these men? And from whence came they to you? Hezekiah said, They're come from a far country to me, even from Babylon. Then he said, What have they seen in your house? (laughs) Um, All of it. Hezekiah Literally answered, every single thing. All that is in my house have they seen. <laughs> there is nothing among my treasures that I have not shown them. Oh, boy. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Hear the you... word of Yahweh of hosts. <laughs> Behold, the days are coming when all that is in your house and all that which your fathers have laid up in store until this day shall be carried to Babylon. Whoa. Nothing oh, shall be left, says Yahweh. Because now what? they know that what? he's got cool stuff. Yeah. Why? What's... The problem, like Yahweh never said, don't show them anything. It's just like, and maybe we'll get this recap at some point too, but when he told the guy like, take this arrow and shoot it into the ground and the guy did it three times, he's like, ah, you should have done it five times. (laughs) Idiot. You know, that that kind of thing. Got it. You don't get to know it till you screwed up. Thanks, God. Of your sons who shall issue from you, whom you shall father, shall they take away and they shall be eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. Then said Hezekiah to Isaiah, Good is the word of Yahweh which you have spoken. <laughs> He's like, oh, He's like, no, okay, it's, cool. this is awful. Great. I take back all of the praise that I was giving Yahweh. Take it all yeah. back. Why would you show up to ruin my party like this, Isaiah? I got to stop inviting you. I know you did this cool thing with the fig cake and all, and I do appreciate that. I don't want you to think that I'm not grateful, <laughs> but I just like... Isaiah's the bearer of bad we're news. We're having a good time here, Isaiah. Yeah, this yeah. is not the time. Super bearer of bad news. Yeah. He said, moreover, for there shall be peace and truth in my days. So he's like, oh, this is good. Okay. This is good. It's not going to happen until my sons are in charge. God, what oh, a boomer. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Wow. What a boomer. That's that's a good one. That's a good one, Dad. <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> it's fine. Y'all are going to have a rough time, but I'm going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> good luck with that. I'm only living 15 more years. We're fine. I, I finally wow. got my, like, Medicare or whatever it is. I don't care about universal. I'm sorry. I'm not going to go on a rant about boomers. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. Let's go to an intermission, shall we? Oh, uh, yeah. Sure. That sounds great. Before we go on to the premiere of Deutero Isaiah, we want to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show, help it keep it coming to y'all for free, and help us keep growing this cool, fun thing that we got going on. Okay, here we are. Okay. And it's time to start this Deutero Isaiah Experiment. <laughs> Experiment. <laughs> what if what if we called this like the Deutero Isaiah project or something? Like oh, we're a love like it. we're a oh, prog rock band geez. or something like that. You should see if that's a domain name. The oh, Deutero yeah, Isaiah yeah, yeah. project. Let me just check that real If anyone's quick. sitting on that one, I'm gonna be really surprised. Deutero Isaiah Project.com. Yeah, I think it's available. Hmm? There I'm you just go. Gonna grab that one real quick. Oh my goodness. Okay, carry on. <laughs> carry on. Don't mind me. <laughs> All right, Isaiah chapter 40. Comfort you. 
Comfort you, my people, says your God. Speak comfortably to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is accomplished, that her iniquity is pardoned, that she has received of Yahweh's hand double for all her sins. The voice of one who cries, prepare you in the wilderness the way of Yahweh. Oh. Make l- Oh. <laughs> yes, Jace? I'm sorry. I just realized what this is. What? I looked at the King James real quick, and this is... Prepare ye? Comfort ye, my people. Huh. For the iniquity is pardoned. Is this from Messiah? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. My voice teacher and I talked to Messiah today, and I was like, oh, I got to talk to Janice about it. About Handel's Messiah? But the, we'll do a the Messiah written by yeah. George Friedrich Handel? The one, the very same, yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about that as you Yeah. Know. Yeah, I know. I was like, it's kind of his favorite piece ever. Plus, we reference it in Drunk Bible Study. But cool. Okay, so... And here we are. Here we are. So this Again. is this is where this comes from. Okay, I'm, I'm excited. Cool. This is great. Deuter Isaiah is off to a good start. Beautiful. Love it. The voice of one who cries, prepare you in the wilderness the way of Yahweh. Make level in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. Yeah. And the uneven shall be made level, and the rough places a plain. And, and the glory the of Yahweh. Rough yes. Yes. <laughs> this is also plain. just a popular is it a series of verses in general. Yeah. I'll take y'all's word for it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and now this is usually sung by a bass or a baritone. M. Oh, okay. That's why it's all raw, no, you know, that kind of thing. Raw places. Sorry, I've been singing high today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the glory of Yahweh shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. Gross. For the mouth of Yahweh has spoken it. The voice of one saying, cry. Cry. Period. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> the voice of one saying, cry me a river. Cry. Yeah. Period. <laughs> One said, <laughs> what shall I cry? All flesh is grass, uh, and all the glory of it is as the flower of the field. Is that kind of saying, like, we are the earth, and we, I like, think we're getting into go some back very, into like, the earth when we die, like, which is kind of beautiful. Oh, very Lion King, for sure. Oh, I think we're getting yeah. into some, like, kind of weed, stony kind of musings about life. Mm. So, okay, he was on LSD initially, and now he's on... yes. Weird. Cannabis, maybe. Maybe. Okay. We'll see. Okay. No, I like it. We cool. did talk about maybe different substances at different points mm-hmm. in this book, so I like that. The grass He was withers. completely, sorry, he was completely stone cold sober for like the last couple chapters. <laughs> right. Oh, right. When he's just recounting the story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, ugh, what, what's happening now? <laughs> ugh, I'm so boring. Yeah. God, I can't even stand me when I'm not high in some kind of way. <laughs> yeah. There you go. The grass withers. The flower fades because the breath of Yahweh blows on it. Surely, it's such a terrible <laughs> breath. It's withering. Ew. Oh, uh, see, I was picturing like this really cute. This would be like a cute scene in the movie where Dwayne the Rock Johnson's like leaning down and like blowing on some you know dandelions or something. But then it dies. But then it all dies. <laughs> it's not cute. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me hit you with this. Okay. Surely, the people is grass. Okay, she totally is high. She is very okay. high. Okay, I, I love that. Calm yourself. Like, like, whoa, guys. Like, I mean, the grass like wilts, and like the people 
are the grass. Uh-huh. So good. <laughs> and the wildebeest eat, eat the grass, or the antelope eat the grass, whatever the line is in The Lion King. I need yes. to watch that again. That. It's been a minute. The grass withers, the flower fades. Okay, I already read this. Yes, Breath of Yahweh, people's grass, yes. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Mm. You who tell good news to Zion, go up on a high mountain. You who tell good news to Jerusalem, lift up your voice with strength. Lift it up. Don't be afraid. Say to the cities of Judah, behold, your God. Behold. <laughs> you. The, there it is. Your God. <laughs> he, that's him. Behold, the Lord Yahweh will come as a mighty one and his arm will rule for him. <laughs> because okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Behold, his reward is with him and his recompense before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arm Aww. and carry them Aww. in his bosom and will gently lead those who have their young. These are so sweet, but like we all know who Yahweh really is. I know. We know. Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand? and meted out the sky with the span, and comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure, and weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance. Okay, so I know the NIV version of this, because this is another important verse, but I have Mm. a feeling that the message version of this is probably interesting as well. Wait, these are important verses? Delightful. Yes, yes. So you remember the NIV. What, do you remember it? Could you quote it? I've got it up here so I can quiz you. Oh, Jace. Okay. I'm sorry, Mrs. Louderback, my sixth grade Bible class teacher. No, I cannot wow. quote wow. this Bible verse for wow. you right now because it's been too long. Are you t- you're talking about verse 12 here, right? The, who has measured yes. the waters in the yes. hollow of his hand yes. or with the breadth of his hand marked off the heavens? Yes. Who has held the dust of the earth in a basket Aww. or weighed the mountains on the scales and the hills on a balance. I've never heard these things in my life. Yeah, like John 3.16, which I couldn't quote to you if I wanted to, but I know John 3.16. I know that much. You know the, the name and the numbers, but, it's a thing. but you don't know what's inside it. No, it's like, no, I don't know. Um, <laughs> okay. But like, so y'all had to know this kind of stuff. Is this just a thing that when you went to church, they were like, this? This is not one. This is not and one I ever they memorized. talked about it for an Wait, hour. What's hold on? No, hold on. Hold on. Emily, I need to know what your visual image is in your brain oh. of we go to church and they're like this. Like, can you paint more of a word picture of what is going on there in okay. your mind? Sure. Sure. My word picture is this. Like you sit down at church and then the pastor guy up there is like, I'm going to read to you a part of the Bible. This is a very popular one. And then he says this thing that you're trying to remember. Uh And then he's like, I'm going to talk to you about it for a while. And he's like, so God means... That, like, he loves you because he loves you so much. And also, don't do anything bad. And then that's basically the whole hour. Right? And then you go and you eat a wafer and have a little bit of wine. And then you bounce. That was pretty accurate, actually. I'd say. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) That's what was in my head. (laughs) Wait a minute. Oh, wait, mom. Did mom just it. know? That's... She knows John 316? Yeah. because yes. How do you know that, she's lady? a normal human in this country. <laughs> okay, no, because she used to actually, like, go to... Oh, she looked it up. See, okay. she didn't even... Yeah, right. okay. Wow. She didn't know either. I think that maybe, maybe a good topic for 
the bonus is talking about actual church experiences and actual oh, like yeah. itinerary. Can you all tell me? Oh my God, I would love Based that. Based on our personal experiences yeah, and, and other experiences. Great. Yeah, since we can't drag Emily to a church right now, really. No, no. please don't. <laughs> I'm almost fully inoculated, but not until next Tuesday. Although, you know what? <laughs> yes. I mean, probably right now is prime time for attending church remotely. Because then you don't even have to oh, be there, true. right? I'm sure everyone's oh, doing online. Oh, then I can online. put myself on mute and stuff, and I don't even have to like be there. I don't think that's at all. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's the proper experience, but we'll we'll. It's not the same. Yeah, we can discuss that. Okay, so Yahweh's a giant is what we're establishing. Oh, carries all the dust of the earth in a basket. Yeah, he's got the whole world in his hand, but in a basket, uh-huh. actually. Yeah, it's like is that, that song. what that song's about? I mean. I don't think it's about this verse specifically, but that, but it's about but it's about Yahweh kind of being a friendly jolly green giant holding the whole world in his hands. Oh, see, I was thinking like the Iron Giant, you know, where he's kind of mm. can scoop you up and carry you around in his hands. Gosh, who would you prefer to scoop you up, the Iron Giant or the Jolly Green Giant? What's the they difference? both seem pretty cool. Wait, the Iron Giant is the that Iron one giant, giant always struck me as a little actually a little bit more interesting and charismatic the jolly green giant always scared me a tiny bit really he's just like a big man <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Big man. just uncomfortable just this big green man iron giant is like you were constructed for some kind of purpose and in theory you could maybe be programmed mm. to uh i don't know but also like ai will kill us all eventually so huh. i'm okay and what i'm hearing is you're more comfortable with giant green man Emily. I'm not comfortable with either, honestly. And he's only wearing like fig leaves. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like giant fig leaves, though. Now that I think about it, that's weird that he had fig leaves that big. (laughs) Maybe they're actually like entire tops of trees that he's (laughs) probably fashioned together. I I will say that Dedeker, when we were in Japan, we went to that VR arcade and I did do a VR ride where you're sitting in the hand of a Gundam robot with VR goggles on and it's like moving around. So, okay, I'd be okay with that because that's awesome. It was pretty cool. Like, um, what was Evangelion? Yeah, if I were in the hand of an Evangelion, what are those robots? That would be cool. Like a big yeah, same idea. Also, yeah. that song slaps. Okay. okay <laughs> All right, keep going, Dedeker. What, that's what Yahweh is. Yeah, He's okay. the Jolly Green Giant slash a Gundam slash the Iron Giant. All rolled up into one. Mm, love it. Mm-hmm. Neat. Who has directed the spirit of Yahweh or being his counselor has taught him? No, no one. one. Okay. Like, someone above God. Come on. Like, haven't we learned this? Can I read you the message there? It's really good. Please. Um, who could ever have told God what to do or taught him his business? <laughs> what expert would he have gone to for advice? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't have, he would have killed the expert. Like, come on. <laughs> With whom took he counsel, and who instructed him, and taught him in the path of justice, and taught him knowledge, and shown to him the way of understanding? Behold, the nations are as a drop of a bucket, not in a bucket, of a bucket, (laughs) Okay. okay, and are accounted as the small dust of the balance. Behold, he takes up the isles, like islands, as a very little thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Just scoop some red up. Cool. <laughs> Lebanon is not sufficient to burn, nor uh, the animals of it sufficient for a burnt offering. All the nations are as nothing before him. They are accounted by him as less than nothing and vanity. Gosh, so we've really gone from bad to worse it. here. Goodness, poor Lebanon. Well, I think we're just talking about how 
just we all really pale in comparison. Even the great nations. We really do. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I actually I don't disagree with this part because I remember in my teenage years when I was still in the church, but kind of starting to get more skeptical and more ready to not One be a Christian foot out anymore. The door. Yeah. This was the thing that struck me was where I was like, I think if there is a God, he, she, it, they are so huge and so expansive and have a mind that there's no way that we can understand. And so like how can we as tiny, tiny, insignificant little human beings claim to be like, well, God doesn't like this. God likes that. God really hates this. You know, like, how could we do that? Because this being, if they're there at all, is just beyond our comprehension. Um, So I'm kind of into this of like, we're just like super tiny little things. And like, yeah, that's all. I guess Isaiah's trying to do that too. He's like, Mm -hmm. this God is too big for me to think of. But I'm going to try because it's fun and I'm on drugs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can tell this is why Dedeker likes a lot of transcendentalist poetry because that's the it's whole true. that's the whole concept, right? Like Walt Whitman? I wouldn't say that's the whole whole concept of transcendentalism or transcendentalist poetry. I feel like you but pretty much just summed it. up transcendentalism right there. Is that Whitman, Dedeker? Okay, look, this is not drunk philosophy slash poetry <laughs> argument, but we can do wow. that if you want some other time. Let me look up that domain real quick. Which drunk, drunk philosophy, philosophy slash poetry argument? <laughs> argument. We just drunk philosophy argument. Dedeker, is that what Walt Whitman is? Yes, Walt Whitman is a transcendentalist poet. Thank you. Poet. Thank you. I just wanted a yes or no. Thank you. The domain is available. Great. So start recording that one next. Add to cart. Everyone, this is our life. Okay, <laughs> this is our life with Jays. And the fact that he doesn't have thirty thousand. Freaking websites owned is incredible. I'm going to get back to the text. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. To whom then will you liken God? Or what likeness will you compare to him? The image, a workman has cast it, and the goldsmith overlays it with gold and casts for it silver chains. He who is too impoverished for such an offering chooses a tree that will not rot. He seeks to him a skillful workman to set up an engraved image that shall not be moved. Have you not known? Have yet not heard? Has it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he who sits above the circle of the earth, and the inhabitants of it are as grasshoppers, who stretches out the heavens as a curtain and spreads them out as a tent to dwell in, who brings princes to nothing, who makes the judges of the earth as vanity." Yeah, I'm into this. This yeah, is transcendental cool. poetry. I'm all about it. it. Totally is. Okay, cool. Isaiah was the first transcendentalist. Here it is. I, you know what? We could argue that also, but once you <laughs> secure that domain, then we'll we'll talk about that. Okay, okay. I mean, is this just drunk philosophy arguments, or is it specifically transcendentalist focused? You should look into that domain also. Okay, drunk transcendentalism. <laughs> Boy. You gotta have people spell transcendentalism though. That was oh, rough. Oh yeah, that's that's rough. That's but, rough. But the domain is available. So okay. do you know that you spelled it correctly? I'm pretty sure I did. Anyway, let's carry exactly. on. Exactly. Yes. They have not been planted. Yes, they have not been sown. Yes, their stock has not taken root in the earth. Moreover, he blows on them and they wither. <laughs> and the whirlwind <laughs> takes them away as stubble. I think we're supposed to be reading this as like he blows and his breath is so strong that it just like knocks him over like the big bad wolf. Not that he blows and his breath is so bad that they just wither. Oh, that makes sense. I thought the latter, but okay. (laughs) 
To whom then will you liken me that I should be equal to him, says the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high and see who has created these, who brings out their host by number. He calls them all by name, by the greatness of his might, and because he is strong in power, not one is lacking. Mm. Why say you, Jacob, Jacob! and speak, (laughs) Israel? My way is hid from Yahweh, and the justice due to me is passed away from my God? Question mark. Have you not known? (laughs) Have you not heard? The everlasting God... Yahweh, the creator of the ends of the earth, doesn't faint. Never. Neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young man shall utterly fall. But those who wait for Yahweh shall renew their strength. Oh, 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 this this final verse, this was the verse that was like the motto verse of my Christian elementary school. This next what? one or the one you just read? Yes, this this next one. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The end. It's a pretty accurate description of kids, I'd say. Our, our mascot was the eagles. <laughs> oh, I see. That's Don't nice. faint, kids. We were the Orville Christian School eagles. Now, like, if anyone who's spent any time with young kids, it's like, yeah, this, like, will they ever tire? Will they? It's just, (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Yeah, Yahweh's going to make you, like, a six-year-old who just had a juice box. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Never tired. Never tired. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Okay, that was amazing. (laughs) I think I got a real sense of Deutero Isaiah being a different dude. At least on a new substance. He's just on a different drug. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But like mm-hmm. he became a transcendentalist now, which mm-hmm. is cool. I love it. Pro. I also Pro feel like Isaiah so far. I think our Lin Manuel Miranda choice was real good. Oh yeah, he's oh, gonna yeah. crush it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's also more well, we've only done one chapter so far, but it seems more like followable. <laughs> I guess, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, that he still Don't jinx it. He Chase. still goes off on some metaphors about scooping up, you know, the earth in a basket kind of a thing. <laughs> but then he kind of comes back to then like, don't you get it, people? Like, haven't you been paying attention? <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. rather than just spending two full chapters talking about fires eating other fires and just like nonsense. Can I ask? Because I see or when I tried to talk to my partner about Isaiah, he's always like, yeah, like the prophets are wacky. And so implying that there are more oh, prophets yeah. oh, that yeah. we're going to get to. Oh, so many. Oh, yeah. Major prophets, minor prophets. Like whom? Like what? Oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> lots of them. Just Jer- Jeremiah, who was also a bullfrog, a bullfrog. was also a prophet. Daniel? Daniel in the lion's uh-huh. den. Daniel. Yeah. Oh, what? Well, I mean, Elisha and Elijah were both prophets. We've already been there yeah. before. Yeah, but uh, Isaiah, Jonah? like, was a step in a different direction. Mm. Well, because it's a whole book focused around this guy. one of the prophets. Yeah. yeah. So are there other books focused around that guy? That other guy? Yes. So there's... A different guy? What is it? I'll have to look it up. But there's... Jonah? Jonah and the whale? Jonah's uh, yeah. prophet? Yeah. There's a whale? Do you not know the story of Jonah and the whale? Have you not... I've heard Have of you... Jonah and I've heard of a whale in the same <laughs> sentence together, but not like... I don't know what happened with the two of them. That's so exciting. Because, I mean, it's it's a really common Bible story for kids because it's, it's exciting. It is. Yeah, it is an exciting one. I remember it being told to me many times as a child. Mm-hmm. I think I even watched a movie where they tried to kind of recreate it or something. Of course they did. 
We got we got to read some psalms though. Oh yeah, we do. We do have to read some psalms. Maybe we'll talk more about prophets in the bonus. How about that? Cool. Great. We can kind of do a little review of who the prophets are. Okay. Who's reading these? You're reading the first one and I'm reading the second one. Okay. Dedeker already spelled it out for us, Jace. I know, but then I closed that tab and now I don't oh, have it open. Chase. It's a real, I know. Unprofessional. I know. Seriously. Okay, I've got it. I've got it back. There it is. I see it. And now it's time for Silly Psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS reads some psalms. Psalm 13. For the chief musician... A psalm by David, of course. Obviously. How long, how long, Yahweh? Will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? Oh, no. Poor David. How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart every day? How long shall my enemy triumph over me? Calm down, David. Behold, and answer me, Yahweh, my God. Yahweh left him on red. (laughs) (laughs) Give light to my eyes, lest I sleep in death. Lest my enemies say, I have prevailed against him. Lest my adversaries rejoice when I fall. But I trust in your loving kindness. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing to Yahweh because he has been good to me. Fiend. He was was good to him. That is true. Yeah, Yahweh is obsessed. And David's clearly also obsessed. Wow. <laughs> but it's still kind of a bad romance because clearly Yahweh's yeah. not getting back to his text messages. No, they're caught in a bad romance. Really stringing him Boy. along. Kind totally. of, what, what's it called? Breadcrumbing him? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Psalm 14 for the chief musician by David. Yeah, we got it. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Oof. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none who does good. Yahweh looked down from heaven on the children of men by that guy, Clive. (laughs) Starring Clive Owen. Clive, that's the one. (laughs) To see if there were any who did understand, who did seek after God. They have all gone aside. They have together become corrupt. There is none who does good. No, not one. Have all the workers of iniquity no knowledge who eat up my people as they eat bread and don't call on Yahweh? Bread sounds good right now. There were they in great fear, for God is in the generation of the righteous. You put to shame the counsel of the poor, because Yahweh is his refuge. Oh, that the salvation of Israel would come out of Zion. When Yahweh restores the fortunes of his people, then Jacob shall rejoice, and Israel shall be glad. So I was going to correct you because you're like children of men by, and I was going to say it's by Alfonso Cuaron. Yeah. However, the Wikipedia does mention that the screenplay is credited to multiple writers, actually including Clive Owen, who made some uncredited contributions. So you weren't wrong in conclusion. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's great. I bet Partially he like, by Clive Owen. Yeah, I bet Clive was just like, we're going to do this here. This is a wacky script in time. Also, wasn't it set in like 20... 20- 25 yikes we got we got some even rougher stuff coming to us like real soon it's 2027 actually and it's okay i have not had the heart to revisit that film since i became like an actual adult 
in the hmm. world. It's so good, though. It's I know really it's good so good. Film. I know, I know. And there's that like one long continuous shot when he's running it's through so the building. Good. It's so good. I know, cool. it's oh, really sexy. There's t- multiple long continuous shots, but this is not drunk cinematography study. Oh, hang James. on. Don't, don't. Just, <laughs> drunk this guy. cinematography study. It's available. Guys, Great. we have so Great. many new podcasts Done. to make. Sure it is. So sure many is. new podcasts. Your Patreon dollars directly going towards domain fees. <laughs> oh my gosh. I haven't actually purchased any of these because here's the problem with domains. You're like, okay, cool. $12 for the first year? No problem. Then it what jumps was up like to 90, like 900 20 a or year. Um, no, th- that's if someone's that's bought how they it get already. You. But if no it. one's purchased it already like but then the price goes up the next year to like 20 a year or something and then they renew every year and if you're like me you end up with a bunch of domains that then eventually you're like i'm paying a few hundred dollars a year to keep all these domains that i don't (laughs) really use so it's Mm -hmm. it's a problem i'm trying to i'm trying to resist you're trying to cut down cut back on impulsive domain purchasing it's like me with clothes and you with domains i don't know like (laughs) i I don't know (laughs) all righty all right dedeker shall you take us home you shall shall i indeed yes thank you everybody for joining us for bible study if you want even more drunk bible study including ad-free episodes early releases personal toasts on the show and more become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunk bible study if you enjoy the show take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Biblecast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Emily Matlack, and me, Dedeker Winston. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad. He's in a book.